This is a Baby Brunch Podcast. Welcome to this Baby Brunch Podcast, the parenting series. Now, often I get to interview other people, but I seldom talk about what I do in parenting. In fact, a while back, uh, one of the moms, she said to me, she works in beauty and cosmetics. She said to me, we saw that you built an art room, you know, show us how. And I said, no, you... It's so easy to do. And she said, well, Ilana, actually, for some of us, it doesn't come that easy. So in a bit, I'm going to speak to Christine. She has literally made uh, finding fun for her daughter, her job. But before I get to her, I've made a list of some suggestions and things that I do with my children. And maybe you can comment on our blog today on babybrunch.co.za on this podcast and tell us what you do with your children so that we can all learn from each other. But Recently on Instagram, I made a suggestion and we bought our first TV in a very long time. And uh, I'm also a wine connoisseur and I'm a hobbyist when it comes to wine. So I get to make wine in my free time. So I have a lot of wine boxes at home. So I thought what to do with this big TV box and all these wine boxes that's just standing around for recycling. And I recycled it and I actually made a table. And how you do that is you just take the well, in this case, a flat screen box. And I assembled four boxes in the corners and I made a table. And it was hours of fun because the kids joined in. Mom got to do the cutting and we made a table and we had dinner in the garage that evening and had our wine and broccoli on our cardboard table. Some of the other suggestions, new moms, I literally did this for my children and I'll probably use it as a reference later, but I would make hot mud for my daughter because it was winter. She really enjoyed mud and I would take a kettle, boil water, and go outside and find a really grassy, leafy, textured, muddy patch. And I would make hot mud for her, wait for it to cool down a little bit so that I, when I put the baby in the mud, it would be a little bit warmer than just at that stage we lived in Cape Town. Uh, the 10 degrees that it is outside, put a like a thick jacket on her. And Bob's your uncle. She played in warm mud and I would just wash all the goods later on and tumble dried because it's much more fun playing in mud than being clean. Also, we have hours of fun, believe it or not, with spoons. So what I do is uh, we make it an activity and there's a spoon song that we sing. I actually found it on a Clamber Club CD that we had in the house lying around. And we take the spoons out and all of us get to uh, blow in it. So it's Mark Varsum, you know, you make blow into the spoon and you try and put it on your nose. Uh, we make music with it like it's a musical instrument. And believe it or not, kids love that kind of thing because, first of all, it's something that we get to do with them. Uh, and then they just enjoy doing it because it makes a big racket and a, and a nice big sound. Just some other suggestions. I fly a lot with the children, so uh, I always pack toys when we go anywhere. And what I do is I tie all these toys to a string so that if my youngest, who turned two recently, uh, gets rid of the toy and throws it on the floor, which she often does. I literally pull on the string and I have all the toys with me again. So I never lose anything on the flight. I even managed to the other day tie a mirror into my toy string. So she looks at it and she gets to pull faces or do whatever with a mirror. And as soon as she's bored with it, she goes on to the next toy and it never goes missing. Balloons is the one thing that I think saves my life on a daily basis. If ever I see a child who is unhappy or silly, uh, because we're talking about emotions at the moment, um, or feeling sad and unhappy, we blow balloons. And believe it or not, my daughter, who is a little swimmer, she had a bit of issues with lungs and you know how it is, allergies come and the throat gets sore. And I actually found that the balloons have helped her because 
I've taught her how to blow a balloon and now she can actually do it. She's four years old. She, she ties her own balloon and she blows it up. And it's also good for those lungs that needs to expand and eventually goes to swimming. Balls is my ultimate favorite. It's the one thing that if we go to someone's house for a party or we are at a venue where there's grass, uh, which we often have now because I've gone out to look for them, we take a ball with. And I actually don't mind another child taking it home with them because it sometimes it ends up in someone else's toy bag because they're inexpensive, the ones I buy. And you can have hours of fun even with other children and then if it goes missing, it's fine. And if it comes back home, it's a bonus because then my bulldog also gets to play with it. I found a, a way to to tie a picnic blanket. So I have many. I have a red one. So I'll often ask at the house, have you seen the red one? The red one is a bit big. But then I have a smaller one and I take it everywhere. And you won't believe it. Even in restaurants, some people actually don't mind. And I appreciate you. Um, you're always a little bit nervous when you're taking children to a restaurant because what will they say? But I often, I often put that picnic blanket on the floor next to us at the table. So I don't expect them to sit at the table with my husband and I. I put it on the floor. They get to sit on the floor and play with their toys. And the grown-ups sit at the table, have our meal. And then afterwards, we can maybe play outside and then we leave. But they enjoy the fact that there's a picnic on the floor in the corner of the restaurants or that it's under mommy's feet and they feel safe and they're on the floor playing with their cars or playing with whatever toys are packed in for them. So a picnic blanket, even indoors, is a lifesaver. Get one, find one, make one. Oma made one um, with her stitching. It's really a lifesaver. And then the last one, and this is probably for summer. I don't know why, but most small people that I meet, little ones, they love ice. And what I do is I sometimes take one with, so a lacquer big container because I just arrive with it with toys in it. Or I request from the restaurant that they give me a plastic ice bucket. And I ask them to fill it with ice and with water. And often when we sit outside, the girls have hours of fun with just an ice bucket and ice. They either suck on it, throw it around, uh, play in the water. We take little dollies with that they can play in the water with. So there's a lot of fun ways that you can play with that is inexpensive and that will keep our babies busy for a long time. Also, I had a question on Facebook the other day. It's because you come from work and then you play with the kids. And, you know, to her it was overwhelming. And she had feelings of this is a lot, this is a lot. And, and I guess, yes, sometimes it does get a lot. But what I often do is, and I think it's the one thing in parenting that I've mastered. Because I think as parents we make so many mistakes. And that's okay. But I come home and for one hour... I ask no one to bother me. In fact, I'm sitting here with my really amazing, reliable team as they're listening to me speak. And even they know that if they send me a WhatsApp that I actually won't reply. And for one hour, I literally spend time with the girls. So if my schedule is really busy, then one hour you won't get hold of me. You won't know that I'm on my phone or social media. And we do simple things like color in, blow up balloons, uh, go outside. Oh, and about the art room. I almost forgot. I've just got indicated that I need to speak about the art room. What I basically did was... I took old magazines, you know, the ones that they put all of us in, <laughs> those ones. I took them, I put them in the garage. I have the ugliest table that I made with paint tins and with just a flat surface. So they were leftover things that I found in the house. And I begged my husband, not too long, because he actually gave in quite quickly, so that the kids can write on the walls. So the one side of our garage looks like something that you would never, ever want to experience or see in your home. But it's called the art room, right? So when I say to them, do you want to go to the art room? They are so excited because they know they can write on the wall. And you know what's the cool part? 
when I'm tired of all the scribble on the walls or someone else needs to move in because we're selling the house, you just paint over it, right? So it's really inexpensive things. They're crayons, they're coloring books, paper. I've got some stomp skerkis, some scissors in there that they're allowed to use because they're at the, the, we can cut things and take it to teacher to show and tell stage. And I actually don't mind a bit of paint because I let them paint with watercolors and on my nylon furniture, I just wash it off if they do come in with paint into the house. So I hope that really helped you. I'm going to do some dialing up so that I can speak to our mom today. Um, it's really exciting. She's got a website called again.com. So I can't wait to speak to Christine. In today's podcast is a lady called Christine, and she's a mom, a busy career woman who had a full-time job and also had a daughter that she really wanted to spend time with. Well, she was constantly in search of something to do, child-friendly places to go to, activities, things that would also be fun for adults. And surprisingly, this is also how she found her job. She made her child's fun her job. Christine, welcome to our podcast. Hi there. Thanks for having me. So you're all the way in Cape Town. I'm in Gauteng and I decided to Skype in today because I really want to have this conversation. Obviously, we talk about parenting and all kinds of things. And I, I, I always know that our, our young ones come in while our moms talk about their young ones. We talk about our older kids, but not often we talk about things to do with your children. I want to know from you, you have basically found the formula of what to do with children, especially when it comes to the school holidays, to keeping them busy. And my first question to you would probably be, it's not expensive to keep our toddlers and our children busy. Sometimes we just don't know how to. Yeah, that's totally right. Eh? It doesn't have to be expensive at all. Um, toddlers and, and small kids don't need to have the most expensive toys or you need, don't need to, um, to constantly take them to the most expensive play centers or, or movies um, or, or spend a lot of money on them to, to keep them happy. Um, I think, you know, parents who have toddlers um, um, all had that renovation when their toddler went to the Tupperware cupboard and took it all out and, and left their toys lying and, and had so much t- t- um, fun for hours with the Tupperware. So, um, yeah, we are all for, um, you know, keeping childhood um, simple and happy and, you know, just, um, you know, take your, your kids for a picnic, pack a little tea set, make um, a teddy bear picnic or a fairy picnic, you know, sit, sit with them and, and play with a tea set. They will love that and cherish that memory forever. I love how the fact that you make suggestions and, and I want to stay on that. So, so I remember when my daughter was small and I'm talking about the first one, I had a lot of time at home. So I'm talking about after 12, when I finished work, I would head home because uh, at that time I was, I was presenting a live show. So, you know, you, the time was predictable. You knew you finished at 12 and you could go home and play with baby. And I would actually make her lunch and then pretend that it is a picnic. But I mean, I'm talking now peanut butter sandwiches and a little bit of tea in her pretend cup and I'm sitting outside with my mug of coffee. So you're right. It doesn't, doesn't have to be expensive. I want to stay on that. Suggestions to moms. What, what other suggestions do you have for easy play? Things that we can do with our children that's not expensive. I mean, you, you had the, the mention now of, of the, the, the plastics cupboard, you know, where you can unpack and pack back and, and be very happy. So the one thing we often do is like, you know, you, you have, um, you know, the, the, the playground that's near your house and you go to the same playground 
all over, you know, until it gets quite boring for the parents as well. So the one suggestion is to, to do a little bit of research and just make, um, you know, a list of the nearby parks and playgrounds and just um, have the list ready um, on your computer, on your fridge, and then um, just don't always go to the same one. Just explore a little bit. And while you're there, you know, collect some flowers or leaves or rocks and then take that home to to make some arts and crafts. Um, or do a little treasure hunt um, in the in the playground. Kids, kids really love that. Or do, you know, a picnic there. Just take a blanket and some toys and a few sandwiches, you know. It doesn't have to be that much effort. Um, kids just really love to do it. I love the suggestion of the picnic because I remember also when my daughter was small, we would work with the seasons. And when it was time to pick up leaves in, in spring, we would literally, or in winter, we would literally go around picking them up and taking them home. And yeah, sometimes your house is filled with all kinds of dirt <laughs> <laughs> and leaves and unwanted things that you don't want. But sometimes I just put them in a box and it keeps it separate from all the clean toys, you know, and all the other things. Yeah. And another thing I really love is letting kids help in the kitchen and actually um, help them, let them help prepare food, you know, cut up the vegetables, even though it's probably too chunky and you have to cut up a little bit more. Um, but they really, really love it. And um, it helps their relationship with food. Um, you know, it's something, you know, you have to do anyway. And this is also often the case, right? Your mum at home, or you've just come from work, there's still stuff you need to do, you know, you would love to play with your child. But, you know, you still need to do some cooking. So just involve them. And I promise you, if they cut the vegetables, they will actually eat them. <laughs> I have a small table in my kitchen and we put mock ingredients on them. And sometimes I don't even use them in the food. But my one is too small to use scissors or to, to even use a knife. And often I just make them play with it. Half the time they actually have the dinner in the kitchen whilst, while I'm still preparing dinner. But, you know, it's things like grated cheese or maybe a few sticks of carrots. And I am that mom that does give my children chocolate. So uh, unfortunately, sometimes that's one of the things that I put on the tray to just make sure that they eat you know what what other things can you suggest for for outdoor play i mean i remember when my daughter was small i would make hot mud so in winter i would literally take the kettle outside and we had a patch of soil and i would make the mud hot so that it wouldn't be too cold for her when she gets into it literally and just strip it down eventually because we need to get into the house to to have a bath but what other suggestions do you have for outdoor play yeah, like a mud kitchen is 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 really great. Um, we really um, one of our favorite things is to just go and play a round of mini golf. <laughs> That's uh, super cheap and teaches kids patience, teamwork, ball skills, and they actually can't get enough of it. Um, and it's something that the whole family can do as well. Um, there's also um, lots of skate parks popping up now um, in South Africa and. Um, and you can take kids there. They don't need to be able to skate. They can just bring their scooter or, or their little bike or, or even if you have training wheels, it doesn't matter, and, and hang out there with the other kids. Um, that's really fun. Um, and also now in winter, um, a really nice thing to do is, um, you know, a lot of bookshops um, offer free story time for kids. So especially if you have a, a small kid, a toddler, that, that's a really nice thing to do on a rainy day. I want to touch on your journey and how you literally made your daughter's uh, playtime your, your job. I stumbled upon your website and 
I realized that there's there's space for play. There's a little bit of things that adults can enjoy. Tell me, first of all, how did you come about to start this website, which is called Again.com? Um, yeah, so I had my daughter about seven years ago, and um, you know, when when she was a little bit older, toddler age, you know, I started looking for for things to do with her, and um, online, I, I found it really hard to to find, you know, to find all the different play parks. Um, uh, you know, all the activities that, that were there. And I had to go to um, a whole lot of different websites and they were blogs, they were outdated. And it was like a really frustrating experience. I mean, I was working full time, you know, and I, so, I, so I didn't have the time or the energy to, to sit there and, and, and scroll around. Um, so I thought, hey, there is so much fun stuff. Um, we just need one resource that, that brings it all together. So I decided to to do it eventually. Mm. How do you get your resources and where do you find the places to actually put on the site? So it's um, it's a lot of research and um, exploration and really trying out. So, um, you know, on our website, we have, um, you know, everything from wine farms to restaurants, animal encounters, arts and crafts, parks, playgrounds, um, outdoor activities, all sorts of activities you can imagine. Um, So we want to list things um, that that we have explored and experienced and reviewed. Um, So we go to the place, we'll check it out, we rate it, um, give parents a little write-up, we tell them what's there, you know, is there um, a baby changing station, is there good parking, is there a high chair, a kid's menu, um, a jungle gym, um, and all the places um, we list, um, you know, we we make sure it's obviously child friendly. But if there's, um, you know, if it's a child focused venue like um, a petting zoo or a trampoline park, we made sure there's some fun to have for adults too. So is there a good cup of coffee or free Wi-Fi or at least a nice view? And if it's an adult focused place like a wine farm or a restaurant. Um, we make sure, you know, there is the kids menu, the child menu, some toys um, or the high chair. Tell me more about the site and where we can find it. It's um, again.com. So that's A-G-A-A-I-N.com. Um, the name is pronounced again. <laughs> what kids say when they really like something. Again, again, mommy. I'm sure we've we've all heard it. So it's a, it's a website. You can also download it on your phone so you can use it on the go. And uh, because we also really wanted to save parents time in, um, in finding the things they want to do and that are age appropriate for their kids, um, there is a little internal search bar where you can search by location, by activity and by your kid's age. So you can very quickly find the things, you know, that are right for you, for your family and for your kids. What would you say, Christine, has been your biggest change moment if you think of your journey from when you gave birth to your little baby and developed this amazing site because you actually just cared about her fun? Well, um, as we all know, life changes a lot when you have kids. (laughs) There were two major things for me, really. Um, The first one, you know, is being uh, from being two people in a relationship to being three, being a family. 
you know, there's a lot of change of dynamics. You have to redefine your relationship as a family with your husband. And then the second one that plays into that was really how, you know, the way you spend and plan your free time, um, you know, before the weekends, you know, we're just like, uh, you know, weekends, free time. <laughs> and now um, that changed kind of completely. And um, you still want to go to a nice restaurant, but you want to, you know, you well, you have to go to a place um, where you can take your children and where your ch children are happy. You know, you want to go to a nice beach, but suddenly you're thinking, ooh, are there too many steps? Are there dangerous waves? You, you start to look at life completely differently. But it doesn't mean that, you know, you're restricted to, you know, playing at home or going to the one playground or to going to this one uh, restaurant you discovered. There, there are tons of places out there and um, and it's actually really easy um, to have fun. And, um, you know, kids only have one childhood. So we want to do a little contribution to helping parents make it count. Again.com. Christine, thanks for your time. Thank you. 